My name is Mark Viquez, and this is the Ballpark Hunter Podcast, a weekly show that discusses topics at the ballpark from the game day experiences, stadium news, logo changes, and everything else that's brewing at the game. We cover it all from the baseball to the beer. Invite you to stay tuned and hope you enjoy. Hi, it's Mark, and this is the Ballpark Hunter Podcast. With me today is Tyler Shore of the Battle Creek Battle Jacks. He is the GM and Chief Fun Officer. Tyler, welcome to the show. Yeah, Mark, thanks Thanks for having me. Uh, new new name here in Battle Creek, and it's been a, a fun couple of weeks getting uh, that name and the logo out in the community. Nice. So, well, speaking of fun, Besides the GM, you're the chief fun officer. Uh, what exactly is that? <laughs> uh, that just means that I uh, I have a lot of weird ideas, and uh, I get to throw them out there and, and see what sticks. Um, I'm a pretty uh, extroverted person, and so, uh, you know, I like talking with people. I like sharing ideas, and uh, our, our whole goal here is to make sure that everything we do has a little bit of fun uh, included in it, and so whether that's, you know, your walk up to the ballpark, whether that's when you're getting your, your food at the concession stand or whether that's you're sitting in your seat watching the game. I like to have a little fun sprinkled into every piece of it. And so I'm kind of in charge of making sure all of those different areas have a little bit of, of fun to them. All right. Now, speak, speaking of food, I was there several years ago. I had something called a Twinkie Dog. Okay. Is that still there? <laughs> uh, the Twinkie Dog hasn't made an appearance in a while. Oh, wow. Uh, our, our owner, actually, Brian Colopy, him and the former GM, Tony Iavino, that was their brainchild. And um, they actually ended up on Good Morning America, believe it or not, to, uh, to share the Twinkie Dog, um, which interesting story there. They both went to New York. They were in the hotel that night and uh, they looked at each other and said, hey, you brought the Twinkies, right? And so uh, they spent the rest of the night all around uh, New York City looking at bodegas to find some Twinkies for those, uh, <laughs> those Twinkie Dogs the next morning. Oh, but you know, nothing worse than being in New York City late at night. They probably paid about 20 bucks for that box as well. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But yeah, there's a you. One of my first YouTube videos was uh, I was at Seal Brown Stadium where you guys play and I had a Twinkie dog. Just a quick 30 second video. But some of the students that I taught at the time at, at the middle school I worked at found that video. <laughs> and just kept saying, Twinkie dog, you ain't a Twinkie dog. And they just. <laughs> They just, they thought it was the funniest thing. And then I showed it to some of my friends and they just started impersonating me. And, and I, you know, I, I was thinking, wow, I didn't realize that was going to get a lot of, uh, a lot of play, but um, I, I didn't hate it. It was interesting. That's something I would want all the time, but it definitely yes. had that salty sweetness to it. But the, the sweet and salty go together. You would never, you would never think that, but uh, you know, you put a hot dog inside of a Twinkie. I think I think your reaction is exactly most people's reaction. It's, yeah. it's not that bad. It, it's yeah. It's not as it's it's maybe it's not as good as the deep fried uh, White Castle slider at uh, at a ballpark outside of St. Louis. But okay, it's uh, it, it yeah. It's that salty sweetness. If you could harness that, yeah. You know, I, I think you, you get a lot of people to try it. It's just you got to get beyond that that Twinkie. That's right. dog and, and whipped cream and cheese there's all sorts of stuff on there but you know i look at that video it was a lot thinner so <laughs> that was back when i could eat stuff like that and now i sort of watch my calories i don't i don't know i would have to have to work out pretty extensively after a twinkie dog now but 
Yeah, the uh, the Twinkie dog was big. I know the Pop Tarko was here for a little while. That was a that was a Pop Tart Taco. Yes. Um, so you know we we became uh, sort of famous for those weird food items. So um, if you come out, you know this summer we may have to bring back the Twinkie dog and we can re we can redo your video. We're yeah. Doing it a few years later. Yeah. It's like hey, this is what happens when you eat Twinkie dogs. That's right. <laughs> Do a before and after. Well, I mean, you guys are about less than four hours away from me, so. I, I definitely would like to make a trip just to, uh, you know, check out the, the new digs. It's, uh, we'd love to have you. All right. Sounds like a plan. And plus Battle Creek is, it's a cool place to hang out at afterwards. And, uh, I always, I always have a great time up in Michigan. It's one yeah. of those States where, you know, I, I come back saying, Hey, I tell my wife, I said, we should go back. I mean, you know, Grand Rapids is nice. Uh, Traverse city, Battle Creek. You know, Detroit's getting nicer. I remember back yeah. in the day, you just drove straight through Detroit. Now I see people yeah. taking pictures and posing. And, yeah. Yeah. So great to see. Okay. Well, let's get back to baseball here already. Anyway, the Battle Creek Battle Jacks, you guys decided to change your name. Uh, however, initially you had seven names that you introduced mm-hmm. and you went back. Some of those names were the Nut Smugglers, yeah. the Balloon Animals. Uh, the thunder chickens any of those were your input yeah uh you know i I think balloon animals was was my favorite from the start i thought that was pretty (laughs) cool i I think as someone who's you know in connected to baseball as you are especially minor league baseball um you know that the the weirder the name the better right and so you know the you got the the trash pandas and the sock puppets and now the fish sticks and the corn dogs and and so we were thinking we wanted to go a little weird right a little wacky um, and so I think it just, when we put those out there, uh, I think we maybe had too many names with, you know, seven was a lot to put out. Um, and then I think we just, we, we missed the boat a little bit with what would uh, resonate here locally. Um, we kind of had our names more on a national scale versus what might fit mm-hmm. with the battle creek narrative here and the people here and kind of the blue collar, like worth that work ethic here. Yes. Um, and so going back to the drawing board after that first seven, we had a lot of negative <laughs> feedback from yeah. people locally here. And but, so, you know, I think one of the big things to do is when you make a mistake, it's you, you can't just keep going forward, right? We got to recognize we, we messed up. Um, and so talking with Brian and some other people as well, um, just saying, Hey, how, how do we make this a good thing, right? How we turn this bad thing into uh, something positive. And so we came out with the four new finalists, the crunchers, the donuts, mm-hmm. the blue collars, and the battle jacks. And uh, the feedback on those was uh, a whole, whole heck of a lot better. A little bit. Were you were you shocked by the negative feedback? Um, I, honestly, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I don't think I expected. I, you always think so. There's going to be some negative feedback, right? Yes. It's hard to please everybody. So, um, but it was it was primarily negative feedback. And so, you know, Brian and I were texting that night, like, "Hey, this." Uh, didn't go really the way we thought it was going to go. And so, um, you know, just trying to figure out a plan from there and, and how do we make sure again, like I said, how we turn this into a positive thing for our organization. Um, and so being able to share with the community, Hey, you, you guys' voices are being heard, right? This isn't some sort of sham contest where we already know what the team name is going to be. Um, battle Jacks wasn't even in the first seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and no. so to have that be the final name and the new brand, it, it's kind of cool to be able to see, Hey, the community really didn't name this baseball team. Yeah, Cause I remember when you, you announced the name, I think I looked at it about a month later. I said, Hey, I wonder where they are with their name, the team contest. And then I realized you guys scrapped everything <laughs> and decided to go with something new. Uh, you don't really see that. So that that's awesome that you were able to listen to your fan base 
and uh, make some changes, even though Nut Smugglers, I would have loved to see what that logo looked like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Nut Smugglers was a favorite for a lot of people. I think half the people liked the name, and nice, the other half nice. of the people wanted to see uh, what a team named the Nut Smugglers would actually look like. It was more out of curiosity than anything. Yes. Um, and so we, we may have some tricks up our sleeve with a few of those names oh, uh, you know, so. in, in the coming years yes. um, with some things. But overall, we're, we're incredibly happy with how the whole process turned out. Um, the city really rallied behind the, the whole process and, and naming the team and voting. And, and uh, we had about 200 people at our event to re reveal the final team name and the logo. So overall, uh, we're really happy with how it came yeah. to be. And that's bugs. Now, but yeah, but when you released the logo, it was the Battle Jacks and... That was a play on the old Battle Cats name. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's trademark and copyrighted, correct? Yeah, yeah. There's just there's some legal stuff um, yes. with the Battle Cats that uh, we just didn't really want to get into those waters. You know, you'd hate to go through a whole rebrand and then you you get a cease and desist letter or something along those lines. And so, um, just making sure we we weren't we weren't even going to go into that yes. know, that pool there. So yeah, the the Battle Jacks is a uh, kind of a hat tip to the old Battle Cats. Battlecats were a Midwest League team here. A uh, really cool retro logo. You think of 90s logos. Oh, yes. That's it. Um, and so, you know, just trying to make sure we kept some of the baseball history alive um, with the new team name, I think was important to us. And that's kind of where the Battle Jacks came in. Yeah. Now, my wife loves the logo. She's a big fan of uh, Jack Russell okay. Terriers. Uh, why, why a Jack Russell Terrier for the logo? Um, honestly, the Jack Russell kind of came from just figuring out what the logo was going to be, right? When, when we, when we realized the team name was going to be Battle Jacks, um, we said, okay, that's great, but what is a Battle Jack, right? Yes. What, what does that mean? And so throwing out different ideas, uh, you know, is it, is it a warrior? Is it a kangaroo? Uh, is it okay. a cat to go with the battle cat thing? And so, uh, finally someone said, Hey, what if, what if it's a Jack Russell Terrier and it's a dog? And so, you know, that was just one of those ideas, like, well, yes. duh. Every, everybody loves dogs. Right. And so, um, and then it had the blue collar as well to match the, the blue collar work. There are some things in the logo that really tie into, to what this city is and what we want to be. Um, and so I think at the end of the day, you know, the dog just said, we want something that everybody's going to love, right? We want people to think about fun and happy and smiley. And what makes you think that better than a cute, you know, what fierce Jack Russell Terrier? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my brother has a Jack Russell Terrier. That thing is, okay. uh, that it's, it's, I don't think it has an ounce of uh, fat on its body. <laughs> it jumps on top of you and it's like, you know, it, it, it's a big Jack Russell. It's, yeah. He does. Uh, she doesn't know her own strength. It's like, oh my sure. goodness! And she's licking you. And she hates car rides. And she's uh, very animated. I, I have to tell you that. So, yeah, like I said, I saw the logo. I saw the blue collar. Uh, I like how the, uh, he's holding a bat with the the flag. Yeah, uh, with Jack Ross, uh with the the battle cat battle Jack's name. Uh, did you guys? I ever think about incorporating a cereal theme to the logo, like a bowl of cereal, a cornflake? Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely had discussions about that. Um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Battle Creek is known as a cereal city, and obviously everybody, who doesn't love cereal, right? People love, you know. It's, it's I actually don't. I'm not a okay. big cereal fan. But <laughs> I, it, did, I, I did hear that. You, you had yes. grape nuts when you were a kid, right? That's, you I, know, I'm the, a big grape nuts fan. Yeah. I, can, I could go yeah. for a bowl of grape nuts. Yes. Well, you know, cereal is a great because you basically get to have dessert for breakfast, right? It's just all mm -hmm. all sugar. Um, yes. So, you know, all kidding aside, to be honest with you, there's, there's um, 
there's not a great, I wouldn't say there's not probably a great relationship currently, like with the cereal and the city of Battle Creek. Okay. Um, you know, it's just something, there was just a, there was just a strike at Kellogg's for like, I think 12 or 14 weeks, something like that. And so just trying to make sure, you know, we are the cereal city, but we also don't want the only thing people think about when they think about Battle Creek is to be cereal, right? We kind of want to create our own identity, our own brand. Um, and we're hoping, you know, over the next two, three, four, five years that this becomes known as a baseball city, right? It becomes the Battlejack city versus Definitely. the cereal yeah. city. So um, we will have some odes to cereal throughout the years through some of the promotional things that we're going to do um, and whatnot. But well, for the logo, we just really wanted to keep it um more baseball um, and blue collar, right? Because that the blue collar thing spans all industries here in Battle Creek, not just the cereal industry. So um, that, that was kind of the, the goal with the logo. And um, I think nice. the way it turned out and the reception we've had to, toward it has all been really, really positive. No, that, that's great to hear. Because, uh, you know, another interesting little tidbit is you and the Sugarland Skeeters both dumped your mosquito-based logos <laughs> that week. Yeah, I, you know, that, that was more coincidence than anything, yeah. but, you know, I, I've been here for, this will be my sixth year in Battle Creek, and I've always wondered, you know, whose idea was it to, to go with a mosquito, right? It's probably <laughs> the, the world's most hated, yes. you know, animal or insect, you know, around, and so uh, to get rid of the scary mosquito and, and go with a nice, cute, cuddly uh, yes. dog was, was definitely a, a step in the right direction. Yes, now... Uh... Any complaints about moving away from the Bombers brand? Um, you know, we had a couple of people who said, hey, what was wrong with the Bombers and why not stick with the Bombers? Um, you know, I tell people anytime you do the same thing for 15 straight years, right, it's, it's going to get a little old. It's going to yes. get a little stale. And so, um, you know, we just thought it needed it was time for a fresh start. Uh, we have a new owner, Ryan Colopy, who's come in and, um, you know, injected a lot of energy and, and things into the, the team and the community here. And so. Um, you know, I think the new team is just going to, uh, our, our slogan is, is fans best friend, right? We're a dog man's best friend. Well, the battle jacks are fans best friend. And so having everything we do, uh, kind of relate back to the fan experience and creating a really great fan experience for people is what we want to do. Um, as the bombers, I'll be honest with you, we, we, we fell short in that area, a lot of different ways and a lot of different aspects. And so we really want this new team and new brand to, to be a different experience for people. So that's really what we're trying to do. Yes. Yes. And then jerseys, when can we expect uh, that look to come out? <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. Uh, probably a better question for Rawlings than, uh, than for us. Okay. But, um, you know, those, those are ordered in production. Um, we, we, we want to reveal them as the real Jersey, right? Not just like some mock-up or anything like yes. that. So, um, you know, I would guess probably hopefully within the next month or so, um, we should have those ready and, okay. and ready to, to unveil. Um, I will say that they're not going to be anything too flashy. Uh, we kind of wanted to stick with that blue collar, almost nice. like, you know, back to the basics um, type thing. We will have some cool um, promotional jerseys coming up. I know you you guys on the podcast are big fans of the, the donuts, um, potentially being a team name. And so we may or may not have a donut jersey up our okay. sleeve. So we'll uh, make sure to let you guys know that. Yeah, I actually like Battle Jacks. It was uh, Ed okay. who was uh, who was a big yeah. fan of the donuts. So uh, actually, I, I like the name Michigan Battle Jacks. I thought that probably sounded better, but you want to represent Battle Creek, so yeah, I, yeah. I we, you know, we talked about different monikers: Michigan Battle Cats, Serial City Battle Cats. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, we just really want to represent Battle Creek. Yeah. That's who we are. That's where we're from. And so to be able to still wear that Battle Creek across our chest, kind of, it still meant a lot to us yeah. to be able to do that. Well. 
Yeah, my first time up at CL Brown, uh, the team was the Southwest Michigan Devil Rays. So yeah, that's a mouthful there. Ooh, that's a <laughs> mouthful. Wow. I, I I couldn't believe how crazy that name was, but uh, I, I did like Seal Brown a lot. Uh, a ballpark that has seen some changes. Uh, anything new this year for the fan besides the new yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We um we're we're doing some updates to our our party deck out in left field. Um, it's actually now called the Doghouse. Nice. Um, which is a fun rebrand there. So that's a three level deck. It's got uh, two two uh, full service bars, um, top and bottom level as well. Those are like, I can't remember, I think they're 48 feet long a piece. So they're, we dubbed them the world, the Michigan's the largest outdoor bar. I I've heard that before. A, I don't know if that's a true statement or not these days, but we're going to keep claiming it. So yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, so that's going to get an upgrade. And then we're doing some updates to the, uh, the main grandstand as well. Uh, we're going to be putting in some uh, some tabletops in front of the first four rows of our, our bleacher seats just to change the fan experience. You know, these days when you go to a ballpark, you end up at your table with, the, you know, you got a beer in your hand, you got a hot dog, you got nachos, and you got the shirt that you bought at the team store. So giving people a place to put all that stuff instead of trying to balance it all in their lap or put it on the ground next to them. Uh, just a nice little change for the fan experience. Yeah, or somebody who wants to make a video for his YouTube page. <laughs> that, that's spot right. to put his tripod to there. That's right. <laughs> No, but yeah, that bar, I've heard that. I've heard that way back then. It's uh, Michigan's largest outdoor bar. Uh, how many, how packed does that get on a good night? Oh, the, you know, out on the deck, we can fit uh, up to 500 people out wow. there. So, uh, you know, that, that place can get pretty, get buzzing. Um, you know, we, we, we've got different uh, companies who will book that exclusively, or we have maybe get five or six different groups to uh, book tickets out there. So, um, you know, it could be quite a party. Um, I threw myself a, a 28th birthday party on the party deck uh, one year. Um, so we had a bunch of people out there for that. So uh, it, it can serve all sorts of different purposes, but uh, it's it's probably my favorite place. You know, I would say, I almost say in America to watch a baseball game. I'm obviously privy to Battle Creek a little bit. Um, Fenway might be a close second, might just yes. be behind, but um, you know, I tell people it's, it's almost like you go out your back on your back deck and you turn around instead of your backyard, there's baseball fields there. Well, it, yeah. And it's also a nice social area. I mean, we see a lot of social areas now, mm -hmm. uh, especially like in Madison, you know, they have those, those outdoor decks in your league, but I mean, you guys had this, I think dating back to, uh, 95 when yeah, baseball it's, came. It's been here a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a, long, maybe a little long less. before I, I got here and, uh, you're right. The social areas are the new the new way to yeah. go, right? That's what everyone wants. It, it's very rare that people are building additions that are just static seats of bleachers or, or box seats in front of each other. Uh, so the the social seating aspect is really big right now. And I guess we were a little ahead of our time in, yeah, in that. Yeah, and definitely. now we're trying to get this area back up to uh, to current uh, standards. Yeah, because you know, I I was told uh, I think down in Florence, Kentucky, I was told by their GM. You know, people move around at minor league ballparks. They're not sitting there keeping score like at a major league ballpark. So yeah. that that prompted them to get rid of peanuts. Uh, and once they did that, people moved on to pretzels. So <laughs> since it's go. less clean up, we were able to get a sponsorship out of it. And then yeah. people who have peanut allergies can actually come to our ballpark, which sounds weird that a ballpark doesn't have peanuts, but yeah, uh, it works out for the Florence y'alls. Uh, down there in the, the frontier. Well, yeah, frontier league. So yeah, unless I, you know, I, I know you, you heard our podcast, you know, we gave her reviews of the name. Uh, my wife likes it. She got mad at me because I, I said some bad things about it, but 
She's like, how do you like that name? It looks like it looks like Zuri, which is a, a Yorkie. Now, if you had a Yorkshire Terrier as your logo, oh, yeah, okay. that okay. would have been amazing. I'm still waiting for a ball club to do that. Yeah, I think, you know, one day. The day with I'm glad your wife likes it, because when, when you think about <laughs> it, you know, we, we are marketing primarily to families, right? Families yes. are who we want to come out to the ballpark and experience. And, you know, if. 99% of families, who's making that decision? It's not dad, it's mom. No, no. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, when, when mom's the one making the decision, if she likes the logo and she thinks it's cute and she wants to get yes. her kids a bunch of t-shirts and, and hats and things like that, I mean, that that means we did our job and we did things right. So I'm, I'm oh, glad yeah. that we knew no, no. your wife is a big fan. Yeah, you're right. Just bring the kids, let them run around for three hours and, and mom and dad or the friends just hang out, have a couple beers. Take That's advantage right. of, of a promotion like dollar hot dogs or have the kids run the bases. There you go. So, and we, we got our mascot who's basically a built-in babysitter. So you're, you're all, you're all good. Yeah, you're <laughs> all good. So uh, anything else you want to tell us about the new and improved uh, battle Creek battle jacks, any other, any other new things we'll see this year in terms of yeah, merchandise? I, I just think, I just think that uh, I think people are going to be surprised at the, uh, the fan experience that they're going to have compared to what it's been in the past. Good. And uh we're just really excited to be part of this community still. Um, you know, our, our future of baseball and Battle Creek was a little unsure heading into 20, uh, 2021. It was the last year of our lease with the city of Battle Creek. And so uh, being able to, to get a new lease here and to be able to put uh, so many community partnerships together and then rebrand and create this new um, team that we really think the city can be proud of because, hey, they're the ones that, that named the team, right? And so it is their team. Um, it's a team for Battle Creek by Battle Creek. And so... Um, that's really what we're just looking forward to. And opening day, honestly, can't get here soon enough. I hear you. No, you're absolutely right. We had about a foot of snow last week here in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, so that's right. I'm, uh, I'm waiting for baseball myself. College ball opens up soon, but uh, not a lot of, I don't know, not a lot of teams play in the beginning of the uh, the season out here. So, Yeah, they're, they're all down south playing in Arizona or Florida or something like that where it's nice and warm and sunny oh. and you can get baseball in. I tell you, I tell you, college baseball and the SEC, I hear it's amazing. That's probably one of the, the last things I've, I've had yet to experience. Okay. As a, as a ballpark traveler. I mean, yeah. I've been to Kentucky, but I don't, I don't really count that, but I, uh, I've been to Omaha once and that was a really cool experience to the yes. college world series. So, um, you know, just seeing all the different fans there and just the passion people have for the game of baseball. Sometimes it's, it's hard to, or it's, it's easy to forget that there are other people like us who love the game and who you know want to see it grow and continue to, you know, be America's pastime, right? Which seems like we've been kind of passed up by football, but um, I just think that baseball has so much to offer people. And I hope that the younger generation, you know, does give baseball a chance because it is, it's a beautiful game and there's a reason so many of us are, are in love with it. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It works out with, you know, leagues like the summer collegian leagues, like the Northwoods league and the prospect league and, and some amateur leagues that, you know, play maybe some smaller towns and some smaller ballparks. Uh, you can really create a nice environment for, you know, family and, and, you know, people our age and older to, to go out there and enjoy the national pastime. So absolutely keep up. And, and I, I should correct. I did go to Omaha it was in 2019 with Michigan okay. and uh, I want to say Vanderbilt was there. Yeah. So yep. that, that was quite the experience. I, I, I had an opportunity. I jumped on it and I'm glad I did it because don't know if I'm going to be out there again. Maybe, but that's right. You, I mean, Omaha, Nebraska on its own doesn't really sound like a destination, but when yeah. you go for that college world series and the energy that's in that ballpark, it's, it's a really cool experience. Yeah. 25,000 people packed 
you know, the yep. outfield seats, people are waiting eight hours to, to rush the seats. Crazy. It's, it's just fun uh, taking in the atmosphere before the game. So anyway, Tyler, appreciate you coming on here. When's the home opener and, and how can fans find you guys on social media yeah. and internet? Yeah, opening day is uh, May 30th, Memorial Day. So uh, come out and see us, the, the first game in Battle Jacks history. So we'll, we'll have some fun stuff up our sleeve for that. And um, our website is uh, Battle Creek. No, not Battle Creek. That's the old site. <laughs> it's uh, BattleJacksBaseball.com. And we can be found uh, on all social media at, at BC Battle Jacks. Nice. And uh, do you have a dad hat available for uh, we, so uh, we will have a dad hat right now. So, you know, with the unveil, everything happened so fast. Uh, we had to just order what we could get in. Yes. Um, but we definitely will have some dad hats available here soon. So, uh, as soon as we do, we'll, we'll let you know, and we'll have to add to your collection. All right. Okay. Ed, uh, that that's for you. So yeah, actually I'm not a, I'm not a dad hat fan. I, I like the, the fitted hats or the trucker hats. Okay. Uh, Dead hats will look weird on my head, but you for know, Ed, gotta, they look You got to have the right head shape. You're right. You know, yes. some people don't have the right head shape to pull it off, but. Um, yeah, like the adjustable I, hats. I, yeah, I do like a good dad hat. I'm, I'm kind of a dad hat fan myself, so. Yeah, okay. I'll make sure that they're, I'll make sure they're good. And maybe we'll, maybe if Ed sends me a message, I can get them one when they, uh, when they come in. All right. Well, let them know. I, I appreciate that. All right, Tyler. Great conversation. I, I like when I, I get guests on here. We just we can talk for hours, but uh, yeah. I'm gonna let you go, and I'm gonna take care of, of my dogs. They need a walk right now. So. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks All a lot, right. Mark. I appreciate it, man. Take care, and hopefully, I can make All it up right, well. this year. Thanks. Bye bye. All right, that was uh, Tyler Shore. He's the GM and chief chief fund director of the Battle Creek Battle Jacks, which uh, that was a fun interview. Sometimes you get uh, individuals on here and you feel like you can talk for hours. Some of you are looking at your watch thinking, my goodness, what's going on here? But, uh, you know, not, not to say that I've had anybody on. I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I, I really haven't had anybody on there like that. But yeah, this is a good, good conversation. It's uh, I invested a lot of time into the Battle Creek Battle Jacks recently, so. To get on here and, and ask uh, questions to somebody about it is a lot of fun. So May 30th is their home opener. That should be a blast. I'm going to see if I can make it out there. That That's a doable trip for me. That's a very doable trip for me. Uh, but the way my mind thinks, if I'm going to drive up to Battle Creek, I want to see what's cooking in Kalamazoo. I want to see what's cooking at the Whitecaps over in Grand Rapids. I want to see what's going on with the Tigers in Detroit. So Sometimes I, I got to fit in a schedule that makes sense to hit as many ballparks as I can. Uh, but yeah, fun interview. Love that. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason why they picked uh, a Jack Russell Terrier. They just, somebody thought that'd be a good idea. It, it could have been any dog. It could have been another animal. I kind of wish they would have went with a kangaroo. I really did. That, that would have been wild. <laughs> the Battle Creek Battle Jacks and you have a kangaroo. I think that would have been awesome. But then I think Kalamazoo had an indoor soccer team many years ago in the 1980s called the Kalamazoo Kangaroo. So maybe somebody said, stop. Remember that indoor soccer team? And everybody says, huh, what? We can't do it. So, uh, yeah, there, there was a team. It was the American Indoor Soccer Association. Oh, my goodness. I'm busting out some old indoor soccer lingo. Uh, so, whoo. Well, 
I got to go take care of my doggies. They're out looking at me saying it's time for a walk, daddy. So we will talk to you guys again. Thank you for listening to the Ballpark Hunter podcast. This is Mark Viquez. Check me out at Stadium Journey, the industry's leader in sports reviews of stadiums, arenas. And we have some great stories, too. Uh, We were featured, I think, in a New York Times article a few weeks ago. So we're going places. And you can also check me out on Twitter. You can check me out on YouTube and Ballpark Hunter, Instagram, TikTok, MySpace. No, not MySpace. So you know where to find me. Ballpark Hunter. uh, Go for it. So until next time, guys, friends, take care. Be safe. Adios.